Ron Heron for AM 1290. I'm Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. It's time to pay attention. Come on, people. Think about it. Welcome to Mortgage Matters. Mortgage industry is not rocket science. Your guide to the information you can use to choose the best answers to your real estate financing questions. If that loan agent tells you that, get up and run away. Now, here's your host on State and Islay. Your guy in the mortgage industry, Guy Rivera. Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry here, and it's going to be a really good show. Thank you for tuning in. It is Tuesday, the 9th of September. Where has the time gone? I have in the studio with me the infamous, the greatest commercial lender on the face of God's earth, Mr. Scott Burns. Say hello, Scott. Hello, Scott. Actually, I'm not quite that great, but I'll take any credit you give me because people yell at me for making mistakes I don't make, so I'll take credit for things that aren't due. Thank you. Well, you're welcome, and you know I'm being nice here. Yes, you are. (laughs) But I do hold you in the highest regards. I look up to you. I respect you dearly, and, um, you know, that's just the way it is. So welcome to the show, Scott. Give me a couple of minutes here. I'm going to just clue my readers in on a couple of things. The first thing is my uh, my licensing, my, my disclosures. Got to do that. Might get turned in by somebody. My NMLS number is 57662. My BRE number is 01220403. I'm licensed by the... Uh, Department of Real Estate, as well as the NMLS, National Mortgage Licensing. And I believe in being licensed by both of them. I have my real estate license. I've always maintained that for the past 20-plus years. Um, In the real estate industry, I lend money on real estate. I should be licensed as a real estate salesperson, which I am. My mortgage licensing is required by the state of California under the Dodd-Frank Act, uh, the Mortgage Licensing uh, Originator Act, and all these acts that make me come together and become licensed. I think it's a good thing. I really do. The changes that we've gone through, I was just having a discussion about the changes in lending and um, the pros and cons of the changes didn't turn quite into an argument, but I have... And I'm going to get your input on this, Scott. So I was having a conversation with one of my cohorts about, he was saying how hard it is to get people financed. I'm saying how easy it is to get people financed um, only because I've adhered to the changes. You know, the right, to, the, the ability to repay mostly um, and not have stuck myself into that if you have a pulse or if you're wet and we throw money at you and it sticks to you, you know, any of those things that they used to do back in, in back, the day. Back in the day. Now, just as a quick comment, you're, you are mentioning to everyone that that is considered residential real estate. Commercial real estate, you don't have a separate license. You still just use your broker's license. And by the way, my broker's license is zero. Zero zero eight nine eight eight zero zero. just in case somebody ever asks. And I knew you were going to get to that. And yes, to be clear, I was talking, we were talking 
residential real estate lending. Um, changes have been made. Changes to the lending industry have been made. We're going to get into that, but first, let me just go through one or two things here. I'm going to first kick off this show with um, our rates. Because rates have been moving back and forth. Have you been watching residential real estate uh, rates lately? Most people have. I just follow what's called a 10-year T-bill, which is mostly for re- for commercial. But how are the rates? Yeah, the rates are really looking good. You have conforming loan amounts up to 484. You know, your rate is 3.5% at zero points. Your APR is 3659. And is that for 30-year or 15-year? 30-year. Okay. 15-year, you'll probably get anywhere closer to 3 percent. Uh, um, high balance, high balance is up to 625,500, and that, you know, those rates are hovering around three and seven eighths with a 3.902 APR. Funny thing is, jumbo loans up to three million are the same. Well, just since you're, you're you're in Santa Barbara and I don't do residential, uh, what percentage of loans do you do that are jumbo? You know, um, my mix on jumbo to conventional conforming high balance is about a 70, 30, 65, 35. Okay. Yeah. We're in a jumbo market, obviously, and we do a lot. You know, I... I have the capabilities of giving the jumbo pricing on high balance loans, which really comes in handy lately. Um, you know, your 30 year fixed jumbo is three and seven eighths, but your high balance is the same thing if your FICO scores. Mm-hmm. You know, those loan level pricing adjustments, they uh, pretty much dictate your rate. So, from an economic standpoint, how many people are pulling cash out or how many people are refinancing? Versus trying to lower the rates, or has more people pulled out? That's a great question. So, in in my little small world, my little sphere of influence, my past clients and whatnot, they've already pulled their cash out. They've already, okay. you know, lately I I only have. I mean, we're we're processing about forty loans right now, and I think I only have one that's cash out on a jumbo basis. Everybody else is rating term and lower the rate, lowering the rates. But we're also switching programs. People that I've done five years ago on a 30, we're putting them into a 20 at a lower rate. So it seems to work out pretty good. You know, they're saving saving a lot of money on interest and they're cutting their loan down by five years. Yeah, cutting down the principal. Yeah. Yeah cutting down the, the, amortized, yeah, the amortization period. So that seems to be very attractive to my clients. Um, but, <clears throat> I mean, we haven't done any business together, Scott, but I, I do approach mortgage lending differently, I think, than a lot of people. You know, mortgage is a tool that people use and they put to work, you know, as far as their, you know, working their mortgage into their future financial plans. So one of the things that I think we're, we're very similar on this is we, people come to me, they want a commercial mortgage. Uh, sometimes I go to them and say, well, what do you really want? And every once in a while I'll say, you know, that's what you're asking me for isn't really what you want and you need to do something else. Uh, a couple of months ago I was doing a loan for a person 
and honestly uh, talked him out of it and told him what you really need is not refinance his property to pull some money out, is go to one of the banks that you do business with and get a line of credit, get a half million dollar line of credit. Because when you need something quick, you don't need to be doing what you're trying to do with me. So uh, one of the things we were talking about is what what sort of loans do I do and what sort of loans go away? Um, Sometimes loans go away because what the people want isn't what they actually need. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. And that's that's the mark of a great, uh, that's the mark of experience. Yeah. You know, you've been in it for lo- so long. I've been in it for so long, you know. Um, we're not sales people by any means. What we do is we facilitate great financing for people that are seeking it out and our expertise. Uh, would you agree with that statement? Oh, no, I, I, I totally agree with it because sometimes they don't know what they want. And if they want something, then we're able to show them the various options. On residential, it's a lot different than commercial because there are so many different options in commercial that you have to, you have to really sit down with them and figure out what they, they need. Uh, yeah. We're going to take a quick commercial break. I have the famous Scott Burns in the house with me. And Scott, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, would they just call your cell phone, 448-1881 or 8118? Generally, if they were to call you, you would tell them my number, which is 805-448-8110. And that's generally... If I'm Didn't I say that? 8110? Close enough. Close enough. So, yeah. That's Scott Burns, commercial lender. And we're going to get into what type of commercial lending he does where he does it, because his footprint is a lot bigger than mine. Um, pretty much confined personally to Santa, uh, to California, border to border, north and south, from the ocean to, uh, to the, the other oceans. Yeah, the, yeah, the other okay. ocean. You listen to Guy Rivera, Mortgage Matters. Your guy in the mortgage industry. I'll be right back. During this time of record market highs and gradual economic recovery, it is essential to have a financial advisor you can trust. For 10 consecutive years, the Santa Barbara News Press Reader's Choice Poll has awarded Tremblay Financial Services recognition for the financial guidance they provide their clients. Tremblay Financial Services continues to design financial plans that are tailored to fit you. Tremblay Financial Advisors continually educate their clients with new options in financial planning. For more information or an appointment, please call 569-1982 or log on to TremblyFinancial.com. Tremblay Financial is located on the corner of State and Lacumbra. Securities and advisory services offered through Centaurus Financial Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Tremblay Financial Services and Centaurus Financial Incorporated are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against a loss in periods of declining values. For over 35 years, Lucas and Llewellyn's estate-grown sustainable vineyards have grown the grapes that produce some of the finest wines in Santa Barbara County. Enjoy their remarkable wines of Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, Cabernet, Malbec, and Viognier. The Lucas and Llewellyn Wine Club offers generous discounts to its members, as well as fabulous wine country events. Experience the bounty of Santa Barbara County's wine region and become part of the Lucas and Llewellyn family. Visit our beautiful tasting room located at 1645 Copenhagen Drive, Solvang. Community Alert, a positive preparation for disaster. It's designed to keep you informed about how to be prepared 
Not if, but when disaster strikes. Community Alert is heard Tuesdays at 11 a.m. and 9 p.m. and Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 1290, the Santa Barbara News Press radio station. Community Alert. Not if, but when disaster strikes. Okay, we are back. We had some good conversation off air. Going to have some better conversation on air. So let me finish up with our rates because we got sidetracked. Check this out, Scott. I'm Scott listening. Burns. I'm listening. Five-year fixed jumbo to $3 million. Three and three-eighths owner-occupied. That's pretty darn good. Seven years, three and a half. That's pretty darn good. And the 10 years, three and three-quarters. Um, and we're doing a lot of 10 years right now. People okay. just, you know, uh, you know, they look at what, the, what they're going to be in 10 years if they can see that far. They look at where they're going to be in five years if they can definitely have that under control. Um, they and, analyze. And what is the what happens after five years? Is after it adjustable five years, or how it, does it readjust? It, it goes into an adjustable at the index plus the margin. So usually right now, the big index that most of these are off of go off of the 12-month LIBOR. So your 12-month LIBOR right now is 1.891. You couple that with a 2.25 margin, you're still under 4%, right? Yeah. Yeah, a little over 4%, 4 and eighth or somewhere okay. around there. So, that's, so if you were adjusting today and you had a 2.25 margin, but let me just give you an idea. Ten years ago, the margins were lower. They were at 1.75 to 2. And they were adjusting to the 12-month MTA. So those loans are adjusting pretty darn good, especially if you've been paying principal and interest. Where people were getting bitten in the butt was they were doing an interest-only loan for 10 years, not paying down the principal as they should. They've been advised by guys like me. Or maybe they weren't advised by guys like me, but I advise all my clients if they're going to an interest-only loan, it's there's a reason for it. Uh, either they're going to sell the house within a 10-year period of time. They want the budget as it is. They're coming into some sort of chunks of change, whether it be inheritance, bonuses, or something where they can pay it down. And then when that adjustment occurs, it's just like them being amortized. It'll, it'll amortize to a 20-year at a lower payment because it's going to be a lower principal. Remember, your payment's dictated by the principal on a interest only. So um, that's what happens there. To answer your question, it just rolls over and uh, adjusts to the index plus okay. the margin. So as a, a question, where do you see rates going? Because I, as I'm going to, and first I'm going to make a short comment, I, I'm it may have been nine years ago or 10 years ago because I, I, my memory isn't as good as it's supposed to be. But I was at a mortgage bankers conference the Friday when Lehman Brothers shut down. Mm -hmm. And I remember all of us looking around going, well, that's back east. That's not going to happen here. Well, obviously, we were wrong. Uh, the other thing before the, before the shutdown, I was talking to various lenders going, you're doing this rate and at this index, and why are you doing it? And they're saying, well, everyone else is doing it, and we want to keep the back room busy. So sometimes we think we know what we're doing, 
and we've got all this facts in front of us and opinions telling us we know exactly what's going on, and we get bit in the wrong place because things happen. So, Winnie, what are your thoughts? Well, you're referring to, obviously, the mortgage meltdown. And um, I'm thinking, you know, I had this conversation. Our landscape is completely different. The landscape today is completely different from the landscape that everybody was operating in 10 years ago. You know, they, they, that, that was a recipe for disaster, what they were doing. And wait a minute, before you interject no, here. And I, no, I agree. And we so, all, yeah. none of us so, saw it happening. Or none maybe of one us or saw two it, people, but, but nobody saw it happen. But wait a minute, you also, you also said that, the, you know, the back room, keep the back room busy and whatnot. Well, I'm going to make a comment before I give you my prediction on where the rates are going. Um, other than the landscape, uh, which is a big part of it, the, the regulations and self-regulations are huge right now. Uh, what I mean by that is, you know, you got those big Wall Street banks that got bailed out, paid back their money, not reluctantly, but they paid it back so that they can start shooting the moon of what they're doing right now. Some of them are actually buying the market, but they're actually buying the market at the expense of service. So you have, they've overregulated themselves. They will not deviate one-tenth of an inch on either side of the, the governing body regulations and their self-regulations. So with that being said, those guys are putting out extremely low rates, and you have the mortgage bankers like you and our parent company, ourselves. Um, we tr- we're not trying to keep up, but we're just, we're just trying to, you know, stay in the same field um, with the most competitive rates and getting to rates where I see them going is I see them staying steady for the next, 90 to 120 days then i see them going then i see them. is that your phone going off really unbelievable no, you know you, that, you, that you've got the attention just, span happened? you've got the attention span of a really cute dog go ahead <laughs> jesus turn that thing off I, I obviously i thought i did um but anyway go ahead okay now i've lost my place um, <laughs> no i got it okay. um so <laughs> To answer your question, my prediction of the rates are... Do you have a drum roll? Not a Oh, Jesus. Uh, they're going to stay... They're going to maintain their stability here at these current levels for the next three to six months. And then the end of the year, they're just going to hit historic lows again. Because of the fact why... Why you were going to ask? Why am I That's saying that? That's exactly what I was hoping to hear. I, uh, because of the fact that you know when the, the when the when the Fed cuts the rates, it doesn't take effect for some time. So they've already cut them last month. They're going to cut them again this month. The results of both of those are going to come together, and this is just my humble opinion. They're going to come together somewhere in December, January is when we're going to hit some more historic lows. 
we're at close to three-year lows now. So, yeah, I mean, a year ago, we were the 10-year was a, a little over three. Right now, it's about one and a half. A couple of weeks 1. ago. 1.7 today. Well, yeah, and it was 1.4 about two weeks ago. So it's Two days ago, last yeah. Tuesday, yeah. 1.43. So it, it, it's got some volatility. So yep. it's it's going. See, my I've got a, a similar perspective, but slightly different. There, there is an end to this story. We've got a, got a couple hours. Yeah, we've got fourteen hours. hours. But he just gave There's us the two-minute two signal. So, so, so let, let's let hear me, it. Let me say, my feeling is, the economy is doing okay, but we are doing better than any other economy around. And if you were to, and what I t- I've been telling people for a long time is the reason we're doing good is the U.S. economy is the cleanest, dirty shirt in the closet. So people are coming to the U.S. to put money into the United States because the dollar is strong. And that's why people are always, why we've, and so, much, so many people are putting money into the, the U.S., the dollar is strong, so rates are low. I get a feeling, and I could be wrong, is that we may have a uh, a, a change pretty soon. Don't say the R word on this show. No, no, it's not. A, it's not a change like that. We, the dollar has very has been strong for a long time. I think right now with the tariffs that are going on, I think very strongly that the U.S. will win the tariff battle with China. But I think there's a good chance or there, there's a slight chance that as we win the tariff battle, we lose our feeling nation uh, worldwide that the dollar is the best bet for everyone to get to. I see a lot of n- other methods that people are using. I'm going to call it financial technology. Don't or, say Bitcoin either. That no, went from no, 10000 no, to no, $0.02. I'm not, cents. not saying Bitcoin either, but I'm saying that it may be that the U.S., Will no longer be the dollar that everybody uses, and we've been the dollar's been around really strong since World War II, and maybe something will happen, and that's something that it's well, you're not, certainly it's, not going to go to not, the Deutschmark because no. they're going into a recession. Uh, well, they are in a recession. They're surely I, not going to go to the to, uh, to you, the euro because so those things, you know. I I don't disagree with you, but I do see that I think something's going to happen, and it may be something that isn't uh, based on a. Uh, on a nation, it may what, do you be think a, Trump's going to come out with a global currency? No, I think somebody else might, and I think there's people on the other side of the other parts of the na- other parts of the world that aren't in favor of the U.S. having the strong dollar, and they're probably thinking of whatever they can do to hurt us, and that may be something they're looking at. So well, I don't that know. Clo- that goes without saying. I mean, the, everybody wants to hurt the U.S. because we are the brightest star in the in the book. But I, I, I don't disagree with you. I'm just seeing that that's a uh, that's a perspective that has come out in a couple of different articles. That's interesting. Yeah. No, it is. It's not yeah. what I'd have ever have expected. No, a world currency. That's pretty pretty interesting. Okay, so we got the uh, index finger from our headmaster. engineer headmaster. Richard Dugan. We're going to take another quick commercial break. We're speaking with Scott Burns, commercial lender extraordinary. You're listening to Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. Quick, quick announcement that this show is rebroadcast Tuesdays, 10 p.m., Sundays at noon. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Annette Jorgensen from American Riviera Bank. 
As a preferred SBA lender, small business lending is alive and well at American Riviera Bank. With local decisions, fast responses, and an understanding of the local, commercial, and residential real estate markets, we offer you free consulting services as you work to grow your small business. If you need a loan, bank on us. Call me and schedule your free business consultation today, 805-979-3846. When it's time to clean your carpets, you should know that some carpet cleaners can leave harmful toxins in your home or office. That's why Wallace Cleaning Company created the four-step cleaning process that uses state-of-the-art equipment and environmentally safe, non-toxic solutions to clean your carpets with your satisfaction guaranteed and your safety in mind. Since 1979, Wallace Cleaning Company has been the Santa Barbara area's premier choice for quick, quiet, efficient, and safe carpet cleaning that dries in two hours or less. When it's time to clean your carpets at home or office, it's time to call a name you can trust at a price you can afford. It's time to call 967-1860 to talk to the pros at Wallace Cleaning Company, where no job is too big or too small. Wallace Cleaning Company, 967 1860. Learn more about the affordable four-step cleaning process that cleans your carpets with your safety in mind. Come on, people. Think about it. It's time to pay attention. Mortgage industry is not rocket science. Your guide to the information you can use to choose the best answers to your real estate financing questions. Join me Tuesdays at 2 p.m., 10 p.m., and Sundays at noon. Your guy in the mortgage industry, Guy Rivera. Tune in to 1290 AM, Santa Barbara News Press Radio Station. For 16 years on State and Islay. I'm Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. Okay, we are back, and we should, you know, too bad we have commercials because we we have some pretty good off color jokes, yeah, yeah. color discussions <laughs> where we agree to disagree on some issues <laughs> or just saying whatever it is we wanted to say. So let's talk about you, Scott. It's been a long time um, since you've been on this show, about two years. Yeah, you. And uh, I appreciate you coming on. But let's first talk about, I know that you, you know, were, were members of some of the same clubs, Pobres, U Club, and... Um, uh, there's something called the BDs. Oh, the Dago G- Bastards. Oh, yeah, 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 that, yeah, one, yeah, that one, too. You're, yeah. a D, you're a DB guy, had too. A, had a nice, entertaining time talking to your in-laws yesterday, uh, Sunday. Oh, you were at the picnic. I was at the picnic without you. That's okay. Yeah, I know. I, you know what? I had every intention of going, but I had a client that wanted to, uh, that wanted to get together. And that was, so it's always nice when you have a client. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I had a client that wanted to get together. So we went out to the Rosewood for brunch. It was a little, you know, I was very disappointed that I had to go to the Rosewood instead of going to a picnic. But I got by. You, 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 you could yeah, have, I dealt with it. You could have handled seeing the uh, shoe tossing yeah. race. Yeah, or, or, the egg, or the egg race. Or, yeah. That, uh, yeah. And, then, uh, and then I would have been roped into cooking for everybody, too. So, and know. the people did a great job cooking. Yeah, I'm sure they did, yeah. even without me. Yeah. You were missed. Anyway, so what, what do I do? You were asking earlier. Yeah, no, and I really you, wasn't. You, I was just you, about to... I was just about to have you 
tell us what you do. <laughs> this, you know, the nice thing about this this conversation is it's it's uh, interesting. It's a good line. Um, basically, I do commercial real estate loans throughout the nation for people that own property in other states throughout the nation that live in Santa Barbara or Ventura mostly. Basically, I can be an agent here working for someone who lives in California uh, and do loans for them elsewhere. So if they that's the key, if they live here, yeah. you can do loans for them elsewhere, elsewhere as their non-owner occupied investment commercial property. Right, I do nothing residential. Uh, one of the loans I did a year or so ago was some people here were buying a, um, what was that, a, a mobile home park uh, in the, I guess it's called the Permian Basin in New Mexico, and they needed a loan, and they lived here. And what I do is kind of simple because I didn't really know which lender I would go to in the Permian Basin, but I looked and found out where it was and then called some regional lenders I knew and talked to one out of Dallas who said, yeah, that's not really what we do, but here are three lenders that I think might do it and ended up making a couple of phone calls and found a lender that would do the loan. And it was, I think the lender was either out of Odessa or somewhere and I arranged the financing for the people. Uh, more, I also do uh, a lot of triple net lease loans where mm-hmm. somebody owns a uh, Dollar General, a Family Dollar, a Walgreens, and uh, most financing, financing for commercial properties about 10 years. So every 10 years you get a new loan and it may be the lender you had before uh, doesn't do loans anymore or it may be your loan to value is so low compared to where it was you can get a better loan maybe with a life insurance company or a different bank than you've got now. So I end up talking to the clients to figure out what they want and then try to figure out a loan that works for them. Um, Residential, there's no prepayment penalty. With commercial property, there is a prepayment penalty. And there's different types of prepayment penalties depending on how you want it set up. If you say, I'm buying this property and I will not prepay it at all, you'll get a loan with a lower rate. But if something happens and you need to uh, pay it off, you're going to get a healthy prepayment penalty. Or you may get one and you go, I want a declining prepayment penalty. I was just going to ask you about that. I mean, so your commercial loans that you do um, are like I'm about to do one on State Street. Commercial loan. Has tenants, mm-hmm. all good, has an anchor tenant. You know, they're not national anchor, but they are anchored and they have options and whatnot. And, um, you know, those rates are pretty damn good. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're below 4%. Uh, what I've noticed over the years is the lower rates are in middle America. Uh, you get a loan in Kansas or Nebraska, 50 basis points less than on the in California. Sure. You know, just because they're, they've got the people that are borrowing money are the farmers and they only need to borrow so much. Well, if you've got somebody who wants to buy a, oh, I don't know, an auto zone or a O'Reilly's auto or a Dollar General, uh, you've got it, you've got it, somebody, they'd like to loan you money and they're, they're very, and there's companies exclusively for those brands, aren't they? 
There, well, not exclusively for that brand, but the, exclusively for that type of brand. There are regional lenders that only do certain loans on certain products. But, for instance, and I'm going to get the numbers wrong, but let's say there's $7,000 generals or family dollars nationwide. There's, there's lenders that will loan on them because they look at the property. Now, when you're doing a loan, no matter who the client is, one of the things you have to look at is how long is the loan? How long is the length of the lease? How, much, how many years are left on a lease? If you've got three years left on a lease, nobody's going to give you a 10-year loan. If you've got seven years left on a lease, maybe they'll give you a 10-year loan, but they may want to only give you a seven-year loan. So there's a lot of different variables that banks look at, but uh, it's it's not that complicated once you get into it. Yeah. Well, um, so I've run up against that. I haven't closed one like that, but I haven't. I think I talked to you about it. It was uh, a car dealership down in Oxnard. Um this guy was about to sign a lease. He wanted to buy the property across the street that had a um, CV, CVS pharmacy. Okay. And they had just signed a 20-year lease or 25-year yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. So the loan terms were going to be three past uh, whatever that was. Yeah. You know, amortized to that as yeah. well. So yeah. there's no way they could have gone wrong. We didn't put the deal together. It was a pretty big deal, but um, it was still one of those things where I, uh, I, uh, I appreciated the amortization. I appreciated the way it was structured by the lender, and the ones that I got hooked up with. Their expertise was CVS Pharmacy, real estate, you know, um, lending yeah. for for the owners. We're getting another man. There seems to be like a lot of commercial breaks here. What's going on, Richard? Am I like cutting into somebody else's time? Do, am I not? Yeah. Am I not no longer the golden child of of of, of our radio station? I have the largest uh, listener base. You know? I've, I've I mean, always listen. I'm going to go show. over that one minute mark just because I can and I'm going to. Did I go over it yet, Scott? Uh, yes, you oh, did. Oh, I did? Okay. All right, so Richard's telling me we got to take a quick commercial break. <laughs> and uh, when we get back, we're going to have more of Scott. Scott Burns, um, this guy does more than just loans, and we're going to let you in on it. We'll be right back. <laughs> With some health providers, you get the impression that the final goal is profit. But Sansom Clinic is a nonprofit. Their final goal is health. Sansom Clinic was started by doctors and is still directed by doctors dedicated to offering the very best in healthcare and healing for our patients. A nonprofit organization where all earnings go back into continually improving healthcare for our community. Your health. Your doctors. Your healthcare system. Sansom Clinic. Good for you. Mesa Produce is there for you when the street market isn't. The owner picks from local growers to supply the finest in all varieties of fruits and vegetables, selecting the best from each and bringing them fresh to you. Be sure to grab one of their many homemade delicious jams. Mesa Produce is located on Cliff Drive on the Mesa. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Sunday, noon to 6. Mesa Produce, bringing the farm to your table. 
For over 35 years, Lucas and the Wellens Estate Grown Sustainable Vineyards have grown the grapes that produce some of the finest wines in Santa Barbara County. Enjoy their remarkable wines of Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, Cabernet, Malbec, and Viognier. The Lucas and the Wellen Wine Club offers generous discounts to members, as well as fabulous wine country events. Experience the bounty of Santa Barbara County's wine region and become part of the Lucas and the Wellen family. Visit our beautiful tasting room, located at 1645 Copenhagen Drive in Solvang, California. Business is great in Santa Barbara, and Santa Barbara is great for business. Ravi Anathaloy Ortega and Earl Armstrong with the CEO Report. Santa Barbara's longest-running, locally-produced radio program. Wednesday morning at 11 a.m., we rebroadcast the show at 9 p.m., and on Saturday morning at 9 a.m., we're streaming live on newspress.com. Your weekly business radio magazine on KZSB AM 1290. Okay, we are back speaking with Scott Burns, a real renaissance man. Okay. So my quick question is, have yes. rates changed since we started? And are they the, what are they so people can remember? It would be residential rates. Since we started this show. Yeah, that's about it's No, because the minutes. market's closed at one thirty. Okay. So the rates are the way they are. So tomorrow that will have changed because we went from 1.6 this morning. Let me give you the to, uh, 173, right? 173, yeah. something like that. This morning when we opened, the 10-year was at uh, 1.61 1. as of this morning, and it shot up 100 basis points, um, and it was mm. at 1.71 or 10 something. 10 basis points, yeah. yeah. But, so. but you know what's also interesting because I, I do loans with – credit unions, banks, uh, life insurance companies. Some life insurance companies come January will say, we did not do enough real estate loans last year, or we did too many last year. But if we didn't do enough last year, we're going to have our rate at this rate, and we will fix it, and it'll stay there for six months. So let me ask you this. Those companies... Are they strictly commercial tenant, or do they do multifamily residential? Like I just did one that was six million dollars. I would say there. I mean, there's they're thousand, strictly oh, there's commercial. A, well, no, there's a thousand different life insurance companies. Uh, there's some that do multifamily, some that only there do are commercial. some that do multifamily, and there's, some, and there's some that do bridge loans. And I had never, until I met one that did, uh, that does bridge loans, I'd never knew they existed. So there's enough of them around. You just have to find out. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, though, they are very conservative. They want a fifty percent, forty percent loan right. value. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, but that's but if you're you've got that, they're going to have a. And they very want low, A properties too. They right? want A properties. So you yeah. don't you don't see them at a tertiary market often. Yeah. 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 So there's a. I mean, there's but then but lately regional banks have gotten very. Creative or um, aggressive? They really have, and mm-hmm. they've gotten really in line. Let me give a shout out to my sponsor of this show, American Riviera Bank. You know, um, you've known me long enough, Scott. I don't mix words. I'll tell you what's on my mind. I'm ready. I'm ready. Well, no, you're good. But I got with those guys, and I'm starting to say, hey, because I send them a lot of business. We do a lot of business together. Eusebio Cordova is the smartest guy over there. Do you know Cordova? Yeah, super nice guy. I even know Jeff Devine, and I'll 
for well, you. Well, he doesn't really do much, but well, it's Cordoba one, that actually he, runs the, one, the friggin' place. But he's the one when somebody ran into me while I was riding my bike. He was the first one who came by, going, "I know you. I know you. <laughs> let's call. Let's Scott call that. Let's go call the uh, ambulance." So you're saying that Jeff Devine J- saved J- your life? Jeff Devine saved, saved your life. life. That will say that, or at least say. Are you life. saying that he's like some superhero? Because he does a very good job, and I only say good things about him. But I will not quite say he saved my life. But I only say good things about him. Okay. Yeah. I like Jeff a lot, and he is a go-to guy. When, um, but we were on a different subject. But yeah, we're on a, we're on a, actually a working man subject yeah. about getting stuff done, and yeah. that's Which your Cordova. Does. Guy. Yes, yes, okay. That's Cordova. Uh, now, now, well, I, you on know, a on a different perspective, uh, I do various let me different. Finish okay. what I'm talking okay. about. This is we've, this has never my happened before. Show. <laughs> you, you see why I only come every couple of years. Go ahead. <laughs> I just was giving a shout out to my guy Cordova because I was telling him that yeah he acknowledged and so did Joanne you know Joanne Finari we yes. love her yes she's part of your Fiesta group and uh, and the big and the big boy Leonard Hemmelstein you know Leonard He's so I huddled them all down I'm going guys your rates what the hell they're a little high to their credit I just closed two deals with them one for. Let me see. One was for 2.3 and the other one was 3.25. And that was last week. So that'll tell you that those guys actively get engaged, listen, and, you know, do stuff. So, you know, on on, on that perspective, what I normally do for a client, I'll find out what they want and I'll talk to various lenders. And I'll get a quote from the various lenders – and one of them will have exactly what the client wants. And about 45 days later, the loan closes after it's closed. I'll send to the other lenders what the other rates were because the loan officer I'm talking to would like to have that to go up to upper management to say, hey, the reason we didn't get this loan was we were 25 basis points higher, a quarter point higher. We charged. We wanted to charge one point. These guys were charging a quarter point. These are all things that the lending officers they always like to know where the where the competition is. I sure. never I never do that to say, look, if you'd lower your price, I'll go to you. I always after the fact say, here, this is why you didn't get the loan. But I just, right, I've been yeah, doing that's this for not a long cool time. to do that. Yeah, no, anybody. you never. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and and kudos to you for doing that because it's for not doing that. Because that's never, uh, you, you know, that's been, not the way to do business. It. So that's a good reason why you drink wine. Well, I should have actually invested in vodka because I drink more vodka than I do right. wine. Right. But let's, and that's a great segue into, the tell, other us thing about, I do, yeah, tell us about your wine it's, it's, endeavor and what you do there. And it's good wine, by the way. Well, thank you. Thank you. And right now, honestly, we have sold our... 15 and 16, all to the Costco's in Northern California. No way. Can you tell us the name of your wines? Yes, and I will. I'm first, 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 I'm going to say Run Like the Wind. It's called Wind Run Wine. If I don't. You're s- in all of the Costco's in California? No, no, no. All of the Costco's in Northern, Northern California. California. But it, I'm not always in there very often because I go in there and I get sold out. I go in there and I get sold out. So that was our 15 How and our 16. How many cases do you sell uh, to those guys? Well, everything I've got. Uh, our 2018, which we just bottled, 
1,200 cases. And I think that will be, some of it will go down, may stay in Southern California, but that won't be released probably till the spring or maybe even next summer. And our 17, uh, they should be buying some pretty soon, another couple of weeks. Wow, that, that's a great Christmas. achievement. That's well, great stuff. It's, it's, people say, Is this your winery exclusive? Yeah. Do you have partners I, that I, run it? What, what, tell so us what about we, it. How did you do? start it? I, I did not start the winery. A friend of mine, Lance Mason, started the winery. He was He's a retired dentist, and he also uh, writes novels. Uh, about five or six years ago, he's at my house. We're having dinner, and he says, I don't know what I'm going to do. He says, I just sold the screen rights to one of my books. I'm going to be so busy in Hollywood with this make, as they're making this movie. What am I going to do with my winery? And obviously, I was dumb and said, what winery? Uh, and said, I'll help him. And then I helped him for a year and then bought into the company and then bought the majority interest of it. So Lance is still a, owns a little bit of the company. And Mark Oliver, who lives in Bilton or mm-hmm. lives in Solvang, he does the graphic artists and he does, he's part owner of the company. So we basically. Uh, and you make, sell it all to Costco. Now we sell it all to Costco. We used to not to see, unfortunately, seem to sell it to nobody, but now we sell it to Costco. It's good uh, wine. Another, another, you give me another yeah, finger. Yeah. Let me let's see. Let's see. So he was giving you the third well, finger. I like trying to catch up on Things. segments here. Uh, the other thing, totally off the subject, is uh, last weekend I did my uh, Donate Life uh, organ walk and barbecue. Uh, at Ledbetter Beach, we had about 50 people there mostly talking about uh, organ donations and people that have family members have died or people who have donated organs to other people just to kind of promote what's uh, what's going on and how to make life easier for those that are in that segment of the population. That's a noble cause. Well, and, that's, and it's near and dear to your heart. And please tell us. Why? I don't want to say it. No. Well, I end, I have a kidney transplant. I've, in 2012, I got on a waiting list for a kidney. 2015, Memorial Day, while I was at uh, Santa Cruz Island, uh, a lady died. And her, my wife was called who said, doesn't Scott need a kidney? And they went, the Harbor Patrol went to get me over at Santa Cruz Island. And that evening at Cedar sinai Cedar sinai Hospital in uh, Los Angeles, I got a new kidney. And I was meeting her family. I met went with her family. Uh, wow! Uh, Saturday, so I've gotten to know their. Were family they well. here that oh, Saturday? Yeah. They, oh, they that's come. good yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, that and you look great. You wouldn't even tell you have a used kidney. Well, you know, it's a lot. It's her. She was younger than I am. It's a really good kidney. Wow! She brought some youth back and into you. a, a, a sense color. of humor. You know, po- a lot of positive things. Yeah, I noticed the change right off. A lot of people did. Yeah. Okay, so (laughs) the tale of two kidneys coming up by Scott Burns. We are going to take another quick commercial break. Yes, we will. Is there something that you wanted to say other than I'm just going to try to embarrass you? Yeah, go ahead. I don't get embarrassed. You know me. (laughs) You're listening to Guy Rivera speaking with Mr. Scott Burns, your guy in the mortgage industry. I'll be right back. (laughs) 
Gaviota Coast Conservancy has been our advocate for public access on the Gaviota Coast since 1996. And now we have an opportunity to celebrate all that's been accomplished at Coastal Legacy 2019. It takes place Saturday afternoon, September 21st at the Music Academy of the West in Santa Barbara. This inaugural Legacy event honors Jack and Laura Dangermond, the outstanding philanthropists who acquired the Bixby Ranch on the Gaviota Coast so it can be preserved for all of us and future generations. Call 805-276-1016 or go to gaviotacoastconservancy.org for tickets and more information. During this time of record market highs and gradual economic recovery, it is essential to have a financial advisor you can trust. For 10 consecutive years, the Santa Barbara News Press Reader's Choice Poll has awarded Trembley Financial Services recognition for the financial guidance they provide their clients. Trembley Financial Services continues to design financial plans that are tailored to fit you. Trembley Financial Advisors continually educate their clients with new options in financial planning. For more information or an appointment, please call 569-1982 or log on to tremblyfinancial.com. Trembley Financial is located on the corner of State and Lacumbra. Securities and advisory services offered through Centaurus Financial Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Trembley Financial Services and Centaurus Financial Incorporated are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against a loss in periods of declining values. Hi, I'm Annette Jorgensen from American Riviera Bank. As a preferred SBA lender, small business lending is alive and well at American Riviera Bank. With local decisions, fast responses, and an understanding of the local, commercial, and residential real estate markets, we offer you free consulting services as you work to grow your small business. If you need a loan, bank on us. Call me and schedule your free business consultation today, 805-979-3846. Okay, we are back. Your guy in the mortgage industry, Guy Rivera, speaking with Scott Burns. He is a true Renaissance man. He's got... uh, He's... Extra got kidneys. His, he's got his somebody else's kidney. He looks good. Brought him some humor. Brought him a sense of humor. He deals he, he deals in wine with Costco, which is huge. He's a commercial lender. He's a great Samaritan and one hell of an American citizen. And, Did mar- I? and married to Lisa Burns. And married to the lovely, lovely Lisa Burns. How did I forget that? You know, well, I am you, so that is so wrong, Lisa. I am so sorry. And for you had you it, on and the, you had uh, it written down, underlined in yellow. Yeah, I know that is so wrong. I, I do apologize, Mrs. Burns. I know what you have to go through, and for me to forget to mention I you is is just is unforgivable. Please forgive me. Um, so we were talking about pizza. No, your wine. My wine. Okay, yes. you're not going to get me, all right? Because I've been doing this show too long. But uh, this is your third week. Too long. You know, Scott, I started this show before how long television. Ago? Back before Five, television. Five, six years ago. I yes. only want. I only meant to do this show for six months, right? What happened? I don't know. Uh, they liked me. My sponsors liked me, and they said we'll just pay you six figures to continue doing your show. That's and uh, so here I have to, uh, but I did demand 
Free coffee? Two weeks. Huh? Paid vacation? Two weeks paid vacation. Okay. So I got it. You get it every decade? No, I get it every uh, you know, every six months. I'll take a three-week vacation. <laughs> so I push it. You know, Hopefully I'll be fired one day or whatever. Well, you keep talking like this, you will. Probably will yeah. be. But uh, I want to thank you for coming on, Scott. This has always been fun. It's always great conversing with you. We don't have enough time when we see ourselves. We see each other at our functions or... Yeah. What not? We try to avoid each other. So actually, he wears a I'm really sure. funny hat, and nobody wants to talk to him in public. So yeah. this is why it's nice to see you without that hat. It's that kidney thing that really freaks people out. So, <laughs> you want to shout out? You want to give yourself some uh, shout out there, so, so people know how to get in touch with so you. I'm, I'm, I'm not your guy in the You're mortgage not the guy. I'm, I'm everybody Scott. knows I'm Guy Rivera, the yeah, guy in the mortgage industry. Always just cut in like this. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Scott Burns, commercial mortgage lender. I've got a website, uh, W. Scott Burns. The other thing is uh, my cell phone, 805-448-8110. I'm honestly very willing and able to talk to anyone about finance. My feeling is I normally don't get every loan that I talk to people on. I figure I talk to 10 people about a loan. Three of them say, well, let's get a loan, and one loan I do. So I'm very comfortable to spend a half hour giving people advice on real estate loans. You won't give them more than a half hour? If they want more, I'll even buy coffee. (laughs) Okay, that was good. You got to admit, that was good. Okay, Scott, thank you again for being here. We're going to wrap this up. This has actually been one of the more fun shows. At least this week. Yeah, Yeah. this week, yeah. (laughs) You've been listening to Mortgage Matters Guy Rivera, your guy in the mortgage industry. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week. That was a tasteful and moving program, Mr. Rivera.